Bushy's Board Game Day. Welcome to another episode of Bush's Board Game Thing, the weekly board gaming podcast where um, Bush tries to do the introduction whilst Brian drinks Dr. Pepper down the video chat and puts him off by burping. No, it's Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper Zero, Dr. Pepper Zero. There's a a They they have mucked Um, around with um, soft drinks too much now. I I bought what I thought was a normal Coke the other day and I got it home and it was flipping mango flavoured Coke. What's going on? Mango should be nowhere near a Coke. I I love mango. I love mango. King of fruits, but it shouldn't be in a soft drink. No. Um, Can I just say, if you've ever seen me me with Dr. Pepper, you know I've got a little bit bit of a hangover. Oh, what were you doing last night? Yeah, what were you up to? You had a crazy uh, crazy night out? Mad, mad night. It was an absolute mad night. Oh, Oh my God. Let me tell you what I did. I went to a travel lodge and drank six cans of lager. So, yeah, that's my night. What? Are you all right? You okay? Do you well, want to have a chat? Where, and, I had, and, I had, and I had 10, 10 chicken wings from Nando. Nando's. Remember last week I had 14. Yeah, 14, oh, yeah. yeah. Still in, in troubling end, me. It was, it, was, it was too much. 10 was plenty. Yeah. I could have had a couple more, though. When, when you're in this travel lodge, because you, you come into London for work and yeah. one night of the week you stay over, just to give people a bit of context yeah. for it. Um, he's, yeah. he's a painter and decorator. Um, do you do you drink on the bed or do you drink on the seat at the the, the mini table that they mm. give you? Where do you drink? So let, do you want to hear my do you want to hear my do you want to hear my little schedule of what I get up yeah, to? Yeah, I'd love to oh. know. Yeah, yeah. From the travel lodge. Yeah, fine. Okay. So what you do is you can't check into a travel lodge as everyone in the world knows till three pm mm-hmm. unless you pay the ten pound ten pound uh, extra fee, which I'm not going to pay, obviously. So I get there around about two forty five. You get there at two forty five. They'll let you in. They'll let you in at two forty five. It's not a problem. Uh, and then what I do is I go to the room. Um, and I immediately take off pretty much all my clothes. <laughs> oh god! Because they're often they're often quite hot. No, it's not going that way. Don't worry. They're often quite hot in the travel lodges, and I sit down and have a, and have a little rest. Right. And then what I do is I always bring my jogging gear with me, and I think I'll go out for a jog. And then about half an hour later, and I've had a bit of a sleep. I just think, no, I'm not going to go for a jog, and I and I don't go for a jog. And then I drink about six cans of lager. Uh, I order a takeaway because obviously you can't cook in there. I've tried the hot plate. It won't work with the pods. And then I sort of go to sleep at about sort of like 8 p.m. or a half And eight. then you wake but up really early because you, you do a breakfast show. So you, you what time does your alarm go off yeah, this yeah. morning? Uh, 4 o'clock, 4 a.m. So what a way, what a way to live. That's just unbelievable, that. Uh, but this week, we, we talk about a different theme of board gaming every week. We'll get onto the theme this week uh, in just a second. Firstly, can I just pick up on something that came up on our Tuesday night Instagram Q&A? And I had a lot of stick about this. So I thought I'd get Jess's take on it because she yeah. wasn't there at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I have got this thing that I'm doing at the moment where, and anyone else listening to this who's a, bo- a board game nerd might get it, but I love buying a board game and then taking all the pieces out and organizing them into a plastic hobby box and then I've got a huge drawer full of hobby boxes so this is a pirate game that I've got and I've organized all the little bits that's it can you hear that yeah and I'll quote Brian's actual phrase on Instagram live the other night and do join us on a Tuesday night half seven Uh, Brian said that's what a serial killer would do a serial killer no no I'm with you Bush I think organization anything you could do to make your life easier um, yeah, I'm a big fan of that. I'm into that. I would have stuck up for you if I was on the live. Thank you very much. I, I knew I knew I could count on you with that. Do you know the, the reason? One of the reasons why I do this it means if I want to play this game, it means that I know straight away where everything is, and I don't have to go yeah. through little plastic carrier bags. So yeah, I love uh, it. Everyone's a winner on that. Bushy's board game thing. 
This week's episode is all about game shows, okay? Board games that are about game shows. Who doesn't love a game show? Uh, grew up with them. I remember watching game shows after game. There was loads of game shows on when I was a kid, and there's probably still as many now, actually. It's still as popular as ever. Uh, what is the first game show that you guys remember watching when you were nippers? So I think I probably watched game shows before this one, but this is the first one I have a really vivid memory of, um, oh. and it's Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? I will oh. never forget sitting and watching that and being fascinated by it. And also, because obviously the hype was so big around it, it was all in the newspapers, people were talking about it on the news. And also, I remember my parents trying to get through on the hotline to go and play it. And yeah. I just remember being like, my parents are going to be on TV and <laughs> win a million pounds. Obviously, they, they didn't make it, but... I was just fascinated by it. And then there was that documentary about it, um, which was on last year called Quiz about the cheating scandal. To do Coffin with Major, the Coffin yeah. Major. Oh, it's just, yeah, so that's like my first ever memory of a game slash quiz show. I, what I loved, what I found was fascinating about the the the, the programme that was the, it was like the dramatisation of the whole Coffin oh, Major scandal brilliant. and stuff, is that there's, there was a big community of people who were practising the fastest finger first thing. They built their own yeah. computer. They built their own unit where the, you. It was like there's a way of doing it. There's like a trick to hitting the buttons really quickly. Yeah. And, and they were tr they were like offering to train each other for money to get you in prime position to be able to do the whole fastest finger. First. I mean, I'd be terrible on fastest finger first. Oh, Absolutely I'd be awful. rubbish, like really bad. But um, but yeah, I love it. It's a huge I'd game panic. show. I'd panic. Yeah. I'd panic. Just at anything. Literally, it's if you know if you've got someone watching over your shoulder when you're on a fruit machine. I find that stressful enough. Oh, nudge, yeah. nudge, hold, whatever. Let alone trying to work do out lemon, lemon. Yeah. That's going to give you a lemon, mate. That is definitely going to do lemon. <laughs> then what you want to do? Hold, hold. Oh. Wait for the three strawberries and the cherry. Then you're all good. Brian, what is your first ever game show that you remember watching when you were a kid? I'm showing my age here, and I bet you Jess won't even remember this. Uh, there was a period, Jess, you won't believe it, where Noel Edmonds was the king. Legend. Of BBC television. Oh, yeah. So you obviously know Noel Edmonds yeah. for obviously his beard and secondly, Deal or No Deal. But do you remember a thing called Telly Addicts? I, I vaguely oh, recognise yes. the title because I think I quite I'm quite interested in game can shows. I've, um, can I have a go I at the music? Can I have a go at the music? Did the music to Telly Addicts go? And I loved it because it had great graphics and it was it was in a period where there was often boring shows on it. I think it was on at 7 p.m. on BBC One. And most nights there was a boring local news program or something else or like country file or something like that. And then in, on one night a week, it would be Noel Edmonds and Telly Addicts. And, and what I liked was, because I used to watch a lot with TV as a kid, uh, you would get questions that you had a chance of answering because they're about TV oh. as opposed to general knowledge, which I knew nothing about. Oh, yeah, makes sense. The, the first um, game show I ever remember watching was... It was with Les Dennis. It was the mm. price something something from the fifties? Was it fifties? Yeah, was it? No, no. It was <laughs> Family Fortunes with Les Dennis. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, amazing! Yeah, I'll never forget one guy because they they ask these questions and then there's a survey. Our survey says, and I remember one of the questions being because there were some spectacularly wrong ones on Family Fortunes, and the question was name a mode of transport you can walk around in, and this bloke hit the buzzer as quick as day and went shoes, and it's still <laughs> one of my favourite moments in TV. Ever. <laughs> I love when people do that. Brilliant. Oh, dear. 
So Ginger Fox Games have done a fantastic set of little portable versions of your favourite game shows. Uh, this is what happened when Jess Bryan and I played their version of The Chase. Uh, and we just need to clarify something. Because obviously we were playing over Zoom, uh, obviously we can't. We weren't in person with each other, so and, and we had to improvise a sort of paper-based system, would you call it, Andy? Yeah. Where I held up uh, three pieces of paper... Uh, and then turned them over just so it wasn't one of those things where I could change my answer after Jess gave her answer, which I think added to the confusion of, as to what happens in this game and as to why there probably should be a steward's inquiry or, you know, I, or this, this result shouldn't stand, obviously. Um, I don't know if there's like an official board game uh, ranking body that we could talk to about this, but we should probably keep this for off air for admin reasons. We don't want to get into it here. Can I just add one word into your description of the paper-based system? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The word right. is a very simple, two words, a very simple paper-based system. If you want to yeah, take it to the board, well, you no, can we'll take let, it to the board. Yeah, we'll let the board game uh, ombudsman decide that. No, it's not up The board game ombudsman that, so. Andy, is going to say you're a thicko. Right, listen, you two, yeah, okay. enough arguing. Fine. Let's have the clip of what happened. As you can tell, it got a bit heated. Right, so we're playing the chase. Uh, so the first, we've got the chaser board set up here, as you can see on, on my phone. Uh, I hate my hands on Zoom. You know, because you, you had the same problem the other day, Jess. I'm not saying your hands look the same. Brian, I'm not saying it happened to your hands. But when I put my hands into the screen, as you can see, they look like big, fat, spitting image hands, big old fatty piggy hands. Look, <laughs> uh, look, how, look, they've not seen sunlight for ages. No, I think you've got very slender, ladylike hands, Andy. Almost too ladylike. Weird you should say that. When I was at school, the girls in my class used to always want to have a look at my hands. Ooh. Yes, because you had girl hands. <laughs> That's not what this is about. This is about the chase. So the first thing you've got to do is choose. Uh, Brian, your team A, uh, Jess, your team B. I'm going to chase you. Who do I chase? I'm going to chase you, Andy. No, you're they chasing can't, can't the chaser. Chase, chase the chaser, mate. I, I don't watch daytime television because I've got a job, so... <laughs> Jess, pick pick us a chaser. Can I be the beast? So we're going to be against... The, so it's you and Brian versus the beast, okay? I'm going to be moving the stuff around. Yeah. What? What? Can someone explain what's going on? What? Who? Who is the beast? Oh, for God's sake! He sounds like a serial killer. Basically, you have to answer questions against the chaser. Am I the chaser or the chasee? Chasee. Who am I chasing? No, no, no. You're being so you're chased. You're being chased. What am I, Duncan Norville? <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. Oh, chase me. If the chaser gets you, you're out and you don't win any money. And to be honest, I'm hoping he does okay, get what, you out. Can, no, no, no. Again, again, back up. You're getting right on Jess's wick right at the start of this. Why am I being chased? Christ. Why am I being chased? You are being chased because you're trying to get money and the chaser is trying to stop you from getting money and allowing you to go to the final chase. I mean, you could have watched an episode of The Chase. How have you never seen The Chase? It's been on for like 15 years or something crazy like that. Bradley Walsh, man. No reality TV shows, no game shows. You don't watch game shows. What's wrong with you? That bodes well for this episode, doesn't it? Right, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll just have to go along with it. So, look, here's the board. The chase is at the end here. That's his movable little token. And then you've got Jess here, who I've drawn. Player B. And then you've got Brian here. Why have you drawn me like that? With his weird little top of head. Why have you drawn me like that? That's because what your top of your head looks like. Oh, my God, I'm so ugly. Is that how you see <laughs> Oh, Jesus. No, no, I just didn't know what your hair looked like. I'm really sorry. Yeah, because Jess has a selection of wigs. We don't know which wig she's going to wear <laughs> on any given day. So that's understandable. Draw my hair a bit. I'm going to do a bit more hair on you. One second. I'm sorry. I've had a book out of my cartoons. I find drawing women terrifying. Whether it's getting the hair right or doing trying to draw boobs. It's something really weird about drawing boobs. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Look, I don't want to get, I don't want to get sidetracked. 
So I'm 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 out in front. So Jess has got to catch me, and there's no you don't catch each other. No. Why is it called the chase then? Why is it called the chase? If because the chase is chasing you. The chaser is chasing you. Oh right, who's the chaser again? Oh my, the chaser's here. It's the beast. Right. So I know, I know. Jess isn't the beast. Oh, my God! Jess, how sickening for you is this going to be when I inevitably win that you watch this quiz show and I don't... I'm not bothered about winning. And I'm going to still win. Look, it doesn't mean I'm any good at it, but at least I can understand it. Okay, I'm ready to go. I'm, re- I've, I'm, I'm up to speed with what's going on. Thank God. Here we go. So, Brian, do you want to start at 3,000, 2,000 or 1,000 pounds? Listen, mate, go big or go home. I'm starting at 3,000 pounds. There you go. Put your token down there. If you watch the Chaser TV show, you would know that that is a big move. Well, I'm a big guy. I'm a big guy. Because now you get two or one questions wrong, you're out. This is it. It's going to get you. So, Jess, where are you going to start from? 3,000, 2,000, 1,000? I'm going to go straight down the middle, please. 2,000. Absolute coward. First question is about language. So I just need A, B or C from you guys on this. So it's A, B or C. Can I, can I just... Li- I know that you're trying to get this done quickly, but can I ask one more quick question? And I can see you're visibly frustrated. Yeah. Why is he called the Beast? They just all have nicknames. I'm not sure why. There's always a backstory, but I don't know why he's called the Beast. Is he very hairy? He's a big lad, though. He looks like... If you go into a North London cafe uh, and there's a guy going for the super breakfast, you know, they have like a super, super breakfast. Right. Tracky bottoms. Yes, yes, yes. Two cups of tea, 15 slices of toast. It's him. He's swapping out the beans for two extra slices of bacon. Got it. Uh, now I'm up to speed. I'm up to speed now. Exactly. Got it, got it. He's that guy. He's that guy. First question is transport. The slow movement of an aircraft along the ground from a terminal building to the runway is called what? Is it A, training, B, busing, or C, taxiing? A, B, or C? Okay. So I'm going to go C. Brian, what's your answer? Oh, no, shit. I did do A, but I, I know it's taxiing, but I, for some reason I've f***ed it. Can we have one more question? Sorry, no. sorry. sorry. No, no. <laughs> sorry. no, no, sorry. No, I got, I got confused because no, of the paper. No, 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 I got confused because of the paper system. I knew it was taxiing, obviously. No, you got confused with the paper system. Not, how, is, how would I know it's not taxiing? If this, was this wouldn't happen in the chase. <laughs> If no, no, no. No, I'm saying that Andy, Andy. I'm so is, sorry. No, 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 it's taxiing. See, no, 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 because he he introduced a very complicated paper based system. I'm not doing it. I'm not having it. I'm just not. What? It's just A, B, or C, man. What's your problem? I'm fuming. Fine. Okay. What does that mean? You got it wrong. What does that mean for me then? So look at the screen. This means that Jess moved forward one space towards the finish. And we see whether the chaser gets it right or not. Here we go. Ready, steady. He gets it incorrect, so he stays put. Oh, okay, so God. the chaser didn't get that one either. Yeah, he was confused. There's a random way of deciding he, the he chaser. He was confused with the paper-based system as well. Next question, numbers. What is the sum of the numbers from 1 to 9? Is it A, 34, B, 39, or C, 45? The sum of the numbers between 1 and 9, please. Brian is holding it up. What, Jess, what's the answer? A. I don't know. C. It is right. It's C. Well done, Brian. Brian moves down one place. Jess stays where she is. Scab it! Let's, let's spin the wheel. And the chaser has got that correct. Oh, chase me, chase me. So the chaser moves forward one space. Next one. Miscellaneous. A fat rascal is a type of what? A, a cat. B, a cactus. Or C, cake. Fat rascal. So was that cat, cactus or cake? The three tenets of uh, how I approach my life. Cactus? Just says B. Brian, what do you say? B. You're both wrong. The answer is C. It was a cake. I knew it was a cake. Oh. I knew it was a cake. I knew a it was a cake. A fat rascal is a type of cake. Let's see what the beast does. Incorrect. 
Oh, the Beast doesn't get that one either. Entertainment. In The Sound of Music, in The Sound of Music, which character is described as a flibbity gibbet, a will-o'-the-wisp, a clown? Is it A, Maria, B, Captain Von Trapp, or C, Lysel? I only know the song. I'm going B, total guess. Brian, what are you going for? C. You're both wrong. It's A, Maria. Ah. Let's see what happens with the chaser. Oh, it gets it correct, which means he moves forward one place. Food. Impernay in northern France calls itself the capital of which drink? A, Calvados, B, Champagne, or C, Cognac? Total guess on my part, I'm going to go C. Me too, C, Brandy. It's B, it's Champagne. Oh, Unbelievable. Oh, I thought Champagne was south. The chaser gets this one right. He's right behind Brian as we go into this question. Oh, oh my Brian. God! I didn't know the rules that Jess has got a better advantage than me because this cash means nothing. You did know this. This is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. The next one, Jess is safe and has won the money. Numbers. In the beer trade, how many pints are there in a firkin? Answer A, 48. Answer B, 60. Or answer C, 72. Bang down the middle, B. Not a clue. Brian, what are you going for? Brian says A. The answer's C, which means Brian... Oh, let's just see what happens with the chaser. <gasps> The chaser is the beast. Of course he gets it right, which means Brian is out of the game. He's been caught by the chaser. That's not fair. I didn't know the rules and the taxiing thing was wrong. I'm sorry. You I'm knew sorry. the rules. No, 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 no. Brian, I'm not playing the chaser. Whenever court. you lose, there's always no, an no, no, excuse. No. The taxiing question was a mistake, admin error. And I didn't know that... Not having it. You, you, were, you were two questions ahead of me the whole time, which isn't fair. No, but I'll win less money. She could win £2,000 if she gets this one uh, right, okay? You ready for this? Technology. So, Brian, you're out of the game. Technology. Which representations of facial expressions, such as a smile, are formed by combining keyboard characters? Is it A, emoticons, B, emotives, or C, emotifiers? A. It's definitely, Jess, emotifiers. It's, no, it's C. It's A. Do emotifiers. It's a. I know this. I, know that I, took oh, an I, I took an IT course. I took an IT course. Right, it's definitely you can't C. Handle the answer is... <laughs> the answer is A, it's emoticons. Jess has won £2,000. Right now, can we just, come on. Can, hold on a I wasn't aware Everybody of the rules. Everybody stop. Can we just, I wasn't can aware we just of the rules. go back to what Brian said at the start? Is how embarrassing is it going to be when I beat you when you don't know what No, no, I'm not we're having this. Not, I'm not having this. Not, absolutely not, not having this. Well done, Jess. Well done, Jess. Is it What's happening now? Is the beast sitting on me? What, what are we doing? He just holds you down, like puts a lot of pressure on you and breathes into the back of your ear. So there you go. That is us playing uh, the fantastic version of The Chase from Ginger Fox Games that you can Absolute get on Zatu's website. Yes, we So obviously, obviously it was a brilliant game. I, I love playing it. And this is no reflection on Ginger Fox Games, but Andy came up with a confusing paper-based system, oh, which go, okay. obviously threw me off. Oh, and I never really recovered from it. And I would just, you know, I would, I would just like to say that, you know, I think I could have, I would have preferred to have played University Challenge because I'd be much better at that because obviously I'm a very, very smart man. <laughs> uh, but, but also, with, I've, uh, here's a knack for University Challenge, right? So I always shout out the answers when I'm watching from home mm. to make myself seem clever to people in the room who just don't care. Uh, but here's the thing: if if you're if you're watching along with University Challenge and there's a question about poetry, right? Yeah. If you just shout Wordsworth, Wordsworth, chances are you will get a correct answer. I reckon it's like one in four. <laughs> that every question in that round about poetry, they go, which poet? If you just go Wordsworth, 
No, okay. Wordsworth. And the same works with maths, I've worked out, right? Mm. Yeah. The maths questions. If there's a really unintelligible answer, like, what's the integer of uh, 15 minus the square root of 2, or, according to Newton's law, or whatever, if you just say zero, again, chances are yeah. it's often zero. Good it's point. often zero. So that, there's, a little, there's a little tip for you. Well, speaking mm. of chance, uh, the, the cool thing about the, the, uh, the chase game... Uh, that they've made is that obviously the big problem you've got when you're designing a game like this is how do you simulate the chaser? The whole point is you've got to work your way down to the finish point of the board and the chaser tries to get you. You get this little, uh, what shape is that? Me being thick. What is that? A pentagon? Pentagon. How many sides has it got? Pentagon. How many sides has it got? One, two, five. three, four, five. Yeah. I think you'll find that's a pentagon. Uh, zero. Andy. Zero. Last <laughs> sh- question. Sh- shame that Jess didn't know that. <laughs> so it's a pentagon. And basically I just he's got, said that. He's got a two in five chance of getting it, uh, no, of getting it wrong. The chaser. Would you, would you think that's kind of fair in terms of how good they are answering the questions? You spin it and it's random whether he gets it right or not, or she gets it right. I don't know. I think I think it should be a bit higher because the chasers usually get those questions right. Um, Jess, you were talking about your favourite ever game show on our little group chat WhatsApp thing that I don't yeah. think I'd ever heard of. What was your favourite game show ever? Well, it's a really recent one, so it's like one of in, like in my top five. It's called The Wall and it's presented by Danny Dyer and it's on the BBC at the minute and it is tense there's general knowledge they split the contestants up so one is i can't even begin to explain it to you now but if anyone listening has watched it please get in touch at board game thing because it is an incredible game show like and also danny dyer presents it and he like just moses around and like is that stuff. how he talks is that how he normally is because right, i just think he's, he's still doing his character from eastenders isn't he for yeah, sure because like because when someone gets it right he'll be like get in there my son <laughs> Uh, we've been getting you guys to suggest your your favourite game shows of all time, actually, on Instagram, at BoardGameThink. Uh, thank you to everyone who's got involved. The chairman says, Mr and Mrs, just sent a photo of that. Uh, There's a lot yeah. of them around in the 70s. Uh, game show board games was a big thing back in the 70s. P Dizzle says, we have Supermarket Sweep board game. Nice. Are you being served the board game? And Footballers Wives in the Garage right now. What? Footballers Wives? Footballers Wives. No. I think he's just gone down the TV route, but that's the, the board game that he's got there. There's some great stuff, like I say, on Zatty's website at the moment you can get. These are the ones that um, Ginger Fox Games have done, uh, in, the actual list of them. Taskmaster. Nice. They've done The Chase. Ooh, They've great. done Catchphrase, which we're going to play in a minute. Uh, they've got Who Wants to Be a Millionaire as mm. well, and Mensa, the IQ Challenge. I don't know whether I'd ever want to know my IQ for no, fear I don't. of absolutely yeah, I'd probably be really me. good at that, probably, probably win that, probably win that. I wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> well, speaking of IQ, let's do this right now. It's our weekly feature. It's Brian's Board Game Fact of the Week. Brian's board game, fact of the week. So we mentioned, we were talking about Who Wants to Be a Millionaire uh, before. And obviously, yeah. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire is one of, the, one of those game shows that's made mil- literally millions and millions mm. and millions of pounds across the world because India has a version, America has a version, yeah. Canada has a version. But they did some, um, some audience research and you know the uh, ask the audience. So yeah. you get a question, you're a bit stumped, you mm-hmm. crowdsource it, you think, what is the capital of, of of Brazil? Is it A, Buenos Aires, or is it B, I don't, know what, I don't actually know what the answer is to that, actually. It's Brasilia. It's Brazil. Is it? But Buenos Aires oh, is in Argentina well, as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but on who wants to be a millionaire mm-hmm. when you obviously crowds, crowdsource mm-hmm. it, um, the audience go A, B, C. And generally speaking, it's it's usually right, unless it's a re- unless you're getting towards the end of the competition where it's really hard questions. Uh-huh. 
uh, apart from two countries, and I love this, apart from in two countries uh, where often, and way more than every other country, they delib- they found out they've deliberately been answering wrong to make that person just lose just for the hell of it. Really? That's terrible. <laughs> Wow. Can we guess? Know, can we guess what country it? it is? It's two countries where it happens more than any other. European guess. countries or worldwide? Yeah, one of them's one of them's a European, European. country. Uh, I'm gonna go. Think of think of if you're thinking of it, you, in Europe, who do you think are the biggest shithouses? <laughs> the French. I'm gonna go French. Yeah, it's the French. It's the French. That is terrible. It's the, French. the first rule. The, the first French. rule of like the, uh, the, ask the audience French is that the Russians. audience have got your best <laughs> interests at heart. Do you know, weirdly enough, yeah. I've, been, I've been listening to an French audiobook Russians. about the Second World War and that those two answers there come out in terms of how the war panned out as well. Do you know what I mean? In terms of being oh like... Oh, my God, exactly. Uh, two other quick facts for you then, right? Um, you know, on game shows, right? Mm. Yeah. Have you ever, if you, next time you look at a game show, unless they're sitting down, the ones where they stand up, have you ever noticed everybody is the same height, more or less? Oh, yeah. yeah. They are. Oh, well, it's for the camera, isn't it? That most of the game shows have either hydraulic platforms or or special boxes of varying heights to make everybody the same height on a game show. Well, that is... Oh, that's that's, good. That's good. That's nice of them, isn't it, as well? That's really nice. And do you want one more fact? One. Let's have one more. Are you familiar with this piece of music? Yeah. I know what it is. I don't know this. Um, So, uh, it's the generation game music when they're showing you the things, isn't it? Done. Uh, I think maybe they might have done it because a lot of a lot of um, game shows license other other game shows material, but it's 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 the u- music universally associated with like thinking. Or yeah. Like, oh, this is a time for the contestants to have a th- have a think about what they're going to answer. But here's thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. Right. It's from Jeopardy. You know, at the end of Jeopardy, when they have to write down their their last guess. Oh yeah. And it's do 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 do. It's probably a bit more well known in America, right? So Merv Griffin, who's a guy who invented loads of game shows, including The Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. He he wrote that. Uh, initially as a lullaby for his for his son he thought oh I'll use it on the game show I'm making guess how much money that has made guess how much oh, money wow. that one piece of music has made him guess well they use it a lot in radio as well um, and yep. Chris Moyles uses it quite a lot oh yep. or I don't know like £100,000 £200,000 70 million dollars over his podcast made him 70 million dollars I'm in the wrong game one small I'm in the wrong game we need to get in, we need to get into writing quiz quiz theme tunes yeah. or music to be used in quizzes. Well, uh, Jess, give us a quiz tune off the top of your head. Don't even think about it. What would be a bit of music out of your brain that could be a quiz theme tune? Go. All I can think of is that one. No, but you've got to do your own one. What's your own one? Pen your own one now. Three, two, one. Don't even yeah. think. Just Come do on, it. Jess. Go. There's millions and millions of dollars riding do, on this. Do 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 do. It's like a tense one. Then it goes, wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Just keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. I'm going to add some layers to it for you. And then, Andy, you come in after me. Wow. Do, 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 do. I think that is actually really, 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 really good. good. Uh, yeah. And we should we should copyright that immediately. Anyone listening to that at home, copyright. If any copyright. of you try and use that for a quiz show, 
our, the uh, Bush's board game thing lawyers will sue you immediately. And they, we've got some, we've got some Big. very, very nasty lawyers. We have yeah. got some nasty lawyers. Nasty lawyers. That's Brian's board game fact of the week. Well done. Let's head back to another bit of gameplay here. Uh, this is Ginger Fox's Games' fantastic little portable version of one of my favourite game shows of all time, Catchphrase. Say what you see. Let's see what happened when Jess and Brian went head to head. Okay, here we go. Brian versus Jess at Catchphrase. Say what you see. A pair of cheats. I see a pair of cheats. Don't be like this. Right, I'm going to show these to you guys by a Zoom video, but for the listeners at home, I'll describe them as well, just to give them an idea of what you're up against. By the way, uh, can I just say, I I love Catchphrase. It's like, I have it on series link, genuinely, and I watch it every Saturday night. I love it. Can I just ask you a question? Trying to get in Brian's head, trying to get in Brian's can head. I ask, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? What are you doing with your life if you're watching Catchphrase? We're in lockdown. I don't have anything better to do. Um, doesn't mean I'm good at it, though. Fair enough. Before we get going, Brian, do you want to make any excuses about a, a confusing paper system or anything like that before we get going, or you are right with this one? This this is a game for simpletons, so I won't be very good at it. So, um, are you a um, Roy Walker person, or are you a... Uh, what's the name of the guy? Doesn't it have Jonathan Wilkes, isn't it? Stephen Mulhern does it now. Who's your favourite out of all three? Oh, Roy Walker, hands down. I'm old school, yeah, Roy Walker. Do you remember the fellow that replaced Roy Walker on his debut? He fell down the stairs when running yes. down to the yes. stage for the first time and broke his leg. Oh, that YouTube clip's hilarious. Because it doesn't look like he really hurts himself. And then you see him like the next time on crutches. You're like, oh, no. The thing is, someone, someone would have said to him, <laughs> break a leg, because it was a stage thing. And then he literally did break his leg. Yeah. Anyway, are you ready to play Catchphrase? My head's gone. I've lost I've lost my mojo. I'm worried about it. Come, come on, Brian. Get back in the game, mate. Get back in the game. Here we go. This is for £100. Tell me what you see. For £100, what's the phrase? Loads of babies playing baby, with a baby little wood. Ball um, in a forest. Wood. Babes in the wood. Yes. Yes, yeah, £100 wood, to Brian. Never, never heard of it. Eat it, Jess. Eat it. Oh, he's winning again, so he's happy. I'm going to destroy you. Okay, sorry. next one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologise. Right, two people stood... Uh, in the middle of a mountain range and a giant Frey Bentos is about to land on us. Pie in the sky. Thank you very much. £200. Yes. 200 to Brian. Now to Jess. Jeff. Jeff. Here we go. Next one. Two people playing a game of chess. Chess? With little tiny seats. But what are they playing with? What are the chess pieces? Moving chairs. Little tiny seats. Seat chess. Chess seat. Game of Thrones. Next one. Uh... Lad with ginger hair, sat in his lounge, cutting the corner of an exercise book off. What's he doing? Say what you see. What's he doing? Cutting corners. Yes. Cutting corners. Oh, 300 to Brian. 300 pounds, yeah. Oh, shit. I need to get my game together. Here we go. Next one. Right. Weird picture this. A footballer, but with his eyeball on top oh, of... On the ball. I had the ball. I had that first. Sorry. 400 pounds. Yes. No, I had that. Sorry, no, Jess. Absolutely not. Absolutely he got it in not. first. Absolutely battering at this. No, I said it. Speedy, your broadband's not helped you there, Jess. He did it after me. There's a delay on your end. That's not fair. We can't play catchphrase with a delay. Jess, just quickly, just quickly. Um, as it's like 400 to nothing at the moment, um, do you actually watch those ones you seriously think? Do you actually watch the episodes? Because it doesn't seem like you do. <laughs> to be honest, Brian, if I'm honest, Brian, I would be a bit more happy about winning the general knowledge um, instead of go. looking at the pretty it's a pictures. confusing paper-based system. Uh, this could be the championship for Brian. Match point. Here we go. Three, two, one. <laughs> this picture is people walking around with umbrellas and uh, with this rain. But Raining also... men. Yes. 500 to nil. Oh, absolute. Swept the board. This delay isn't fair. Jess, that was actually humiliating for you. I'm sorry. There was a delay. 
What about this? All or nothing, doubling quits on the last one. No, no, no. I don't want to do all or nothing. I'm not playing. Lady sat on uh, a bed I'm not playing. talking to what I'm appears not playing. to be a <laughs> delay. Like, specialist I'm not, I'm surrounded not, I'm... by shopping bags. Retail therapy! Yes, just got it. It is retail therapy. <laughs> Doesn't count though because you didn't want to do you didn't want to do all enough. She's she's like you know in a boxer does an unsanctioned fight that tries to reunify a couple of belts. <laughs> there you go. That's catchphrase. So there we go. That was that was us playing catchphrase. And I'd just like to clarify for anyone listening at home that Jess did not take the offer of the all or nothing. So that last question she got correct does not count categorically. And, and again, as the board game ombudsman would would clearly rule against her so thank you hold on much. a minute Sorry. though wait no wait a second what would have happened if when bush held it up you answered it correctly you would have won it wouldn't you because it's you that's a good point she's got a point well i'd already won it anyway I'd already no but, won no, it. but it, it was all or nothing and what about if you managed to get in there quicker Do you know than me? what I love, I love a good come. That for me, that's a great comeback story. I'm like, I'm like Kiefer Sutherland in Flatlines. I can always bring it back. <laughs> you always bring them back. Um, if this was a sporting event, it would have descended into farce. I think it would have been like one team walked off, refused to play any further, or maybe the officials picked the ball up and walked off. Yeah. That is you yeah. of you two. I'm going to say have, have actually muddied the name of catchphrase with that kind of behaviour because <gasps> that's so not catchphrase. That is so, to be fair, Brian, that's not catchphrase. It's a it's shiny floor Saturday night, 6.45 t- family TV show. And me and you have really, yeah. really... Rolling around, punching each other in the face or something like that. <laughs> but, but check it out. You can get it right now. Ask to leave the studio. From Zatu Games' website. It's a fantastic thing. <laughs> Ask to leave by Roy Walker. Imagine how disappointed in you lovely Roy would be. So just 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 whilst we're on the subject of um, game shows, and you can make some serious money, as we heard from earlier on, the fellow that what wrote that tune that Brian was talking about in the board game fact of the week made seventy million dollars. If you could make up a game show that's yet to be invented, uh, and maybe it could be a goer, have you got any suggestions, any ideas, Jess? What would be your game show if you got to make one up? So actually, something's happened over the last couple of days, which I think we could make into a game show. Right. Um, so due to the restrictions changing in the UK, uh, you're allowed to meet up to six people in your gardens. Um, so we're having uh, just a couple of friends over at the weekend. Um, and they are Special notoriously... Party. Thanks for the invite. Notoriously. Oh, yeah, good point. Thanks for the invite. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry. Because I'm free this weekend as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what's cool. We've actually got too many people coming. And you wouldn't like it anyway, Brian. We're just going to sit and like talk about the Kardashians. Could we Could we have a rotate in and out policy? Yes. So two people... Ooh, in a holding room. Me and Andy yeah. come in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know in the swimming pool? You know in the swimming pool where uh, they get oh, put the colour of the band up and then anyone who's got a wristband with that colour, they have to leave and then the new lot come in. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, yeah. Jess... Yes, but anyway, so so having some friends, so we're having some friends over, um, and they are notoriously late. So me and my housemate have come up with a game called What Time, and I've um, got a bit of pen and paper, right? And I've written down the name of the person. Sorry, that'll confuse Brian. That won't it? Yeah, (laughs) don't put on paper. (laughs) And then me and my housemate. predict what time we think they're going to turn up so i think you could make that into a oh, game like show that. and you could film so what you could do like is that. get a is get a camera crew down to film people arriving and then there could be a little clock in the corner and the person closest to all the times wins but obviously you have to take into factors where are they traveling from yeah. are they notoriously late um you know are they going to get lost there's lots of things you need to think about um and so it'd be called yeah, we're just put- just 10 b's what time you know your yeah. name in right, joined up writing, Jess Tembees, yeah, yeah, yeah. what time? What time? And then you'd have the studio audience go, no, no, he oh, only yeah, lives yeah. in South London. Oh, no, he's going to be an hour late. 
Um, but we actually haven't told our mates about this thing. So what we're going to do is when they all arrive, me and Adem are going to get their, uh, their pad out and be like, oh, we said you were going to be this time and that time. I think it could be really good. I, I like it. it. Really it's fun. got a sweepstake type vibe about it and I like it. Speaking of ideas, uh, it's time for the pitch where the listeners of the board game thing get to pitch us an idea for the board game of the future that hasn't been made yet. This is Colin Townsend, who sent us his idea for a board game that he's made up. Have a listen to this. I'm Colin from Tamworth, and this is my idea for a camping caravan and motorhome game. You start off making your choice of unit, um, your playing piece. So that could be a car with a tent, camper van, motorhome, um, car with a caravan, and then they've all got different attributes. Then there's the first part of the game, which is actually the journey, and then different perils await you for this via a draw deck. So what unit you have influences how you'll cope. For example, if you meet a bus and a lorry down a single track Cornish road, then you're in trouble. You've got to reverse somehow. You might get punches, breakdowns, your windbreak might fall off your roof rack. Um, and the order in which you finish, this dictates uh, the order in which you choose your pitch at the campsite. And then there's good and not so good pitches which affect how you win sort of holiday satisfaction stars. The different pitches, you may find it easier to win stars and have a better holiday if you're on a pitch with a nice view compared to one that's by the clubhouse and is noisy at night. And then to actually win the stars and win the game, you will go for days out, which sort of positive things like going for a walk, tourist attraction, going to the beach, etc. Or you can choose to inflict misery on one of the other players, so draw from their peril stack. And yeah, ultimately to win, you've got to have uh, the best holiday by accumulating the most stars. There you go. There's Colin's idea for a camping board game. I mean, I like the idea. What The other thing there, if it. you think camping thing, you could end up getting into a fight with a family, quite a rough family from Manchester at the uh, the, the, the I, club bar in the evening, something like that. I, something rings very true about that. The bit, the bit at the beginning where he talks about upgrading and, and equipment and stuff. I regularly go, I don't go camping uh, I go to Normandy and then we just rent a static caravan mm, there. Nice. But it's a camp, it's a camp, it's a campsite. And some of the rigs that people bring are astounding. It's unbelievable, you know, isn't it? You can drive, you can drive your caravans now. You know the caravans that you hitch onto the back of a car? Yeah. Mm. They have these things on them for parking up where you just drive it. It's like a little remote control car. You have little cars stuck on the I back. would love one of those of the things. German they're bits. so expensive though. They're they're so prime. I would absolutely love yeah. to have one of those big RVs. Do you know what I mean? It'd be great, wouldn't it? Love that game idea. Um, may I suggest some uh, event cards? One would be uh, emptying the chemical toilet. Yes, pumping that out. Splash, splash it over your, splash it over your jeans. Um, trying to sneak into the swimming pool after seven pm. A Veruca yeah, card. Nice. You could play a Veruca card if someone went to the swimming mm. pool. Then you could slap down the Veruca card and say, "Ah, mm. have, have a bit of that." Oh, another event card could be tripping over the guidelines when it's dark. Tripping <laughs> over the guidelines of the tent. <laughs> Getting sworn at. I love it. You've won yourself a Satu Games dice tray, uh, you lucky, lucky person. And if you would like to put your board game pitch to us, we'd love to hear it. All you've got to do is get in touch via the Instagram at board game thing or drop us an email podcast at zatu.co.uk. Uh, so, to summarize, board games about uh, game shows, works a treat. They're very portable. You can take them with you and play on the move or across video chat, which is very helpful in these times. Uh, have a little look on Zatu Games' website right now. Uh, Ginger Fox Games are the name of the company that produced them. They're fantastic. And we just want to say a big thank you very for good. listening this week. Have an amazing week. Uh, Brian and Jess, thank you very much. Uh, thank you. Thanks. Bye. 
and we will see you next week for Bush's Board Game Thing. Take care. Thank you.